0: Hello, alrighty. so I uh, I'm not recording on the Wednesday mornings that I normally record because I was out of town. Uh, I was up in the mountains. We have a little getaway, a little hit to uh, if you if you sprecken Z Um So I was up there for the past couple days doing some work, getting out, uh, getting in an environment that I can kind of uh, connect to tie into that helps me be in a frame of mind that helps me do some work Um, so that was really cool part of that is being out in nature and kind of uh, allowing myself to be minimized in size and time in comparison to the vastness and the ancientness that is like the mountains and that like speaks to me at a crazy high like deep level or whatever so that's why it's it's not Wednesday morning and I got to tell you it's not ideal for me uh to record this now but if I don't record it now there's a chance it doesn't happen and uh while it might not be perfect I'm going to I'm going to kind of push on and I guess in many ways that kind of relates to what I wanted to talk about today which is this notion of uh trusting your gut or kind of following through with your intuition And it's something I struggle with big time, big time struggle with it. Um, And just wanted to kind of share about that a little bit. So, you know, I think everyone's probably heard the phrase, hey, trust your gut. You should listen to your gut. Yes. Okay. Understood. If we assume that your gut now is your intuition, then it's, then there's some, there's something of value there to going with your intuition. And I think your intuition is like a fingerprint. It's, it's. It's yours. It's authentic. It's unique. Um, you know, it's not one thing. It's, it's everything for everyone and nothing at the same time. So by that, I mean like my intuition, your intuition, totally different. Where does it come from? Who knows? Honestly, like there's some, there's something there. You have that thought or that feeling. Anybody that's read the gift of fear, um, you know knows about like that feeling, like like go with that feeling if you haven't read the Gift of Fear, read the Gift of Fear. it's an amazing book, but we often get in the way of that feeling we often um our brain enters the picture, you know, and I don't know for whatever reason, I'm thinking about like the intuition being like this kind of free flowing not like hippie but or bohemian, but like you know just kind of cool free flowing super chill thing. And then your rational mind or your brain being this like nerdy accountant or something. Just somebody that sucks the fun out of everything. Um, I was an accountant in a former life, so I can make fun of them. But anyway, um, you know, you have this feeling, you have this thought. And then your brain enters the picture and fucks it all up. And I am like guilty as charged when it comes to not trusting my gut and not following through with, um, intuition or instincts. And man, it like, it creates a whole waterfall of, of, uh, effects that I don't really like. And I'm along on this process. I'm along on this journey as well with trying to, you know, listen to my God, trust my God, follow through. And, um, yeah. So, I had an experience up in the mountains um, that helped with helped kind of present this to me. Uh, it was a physical experience. It was not a drug-related experience, so don't go there with it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I guess before I go into that, let me back up a little bit. The phrase, trust your gut. Anybody that's ever done anything has probably been told that, and um, it usually... Maybe maybe it comes from like a paternal figure uh, or a parental figure, um, somebody in a mentorship role where they're kind of like telling you like, hey, you know, you got to trust your gut, got to learn to trust your gut. And while I agree, like I think the question becomes like, "Okay, well, how do we learn to trust it? And to answer that, I believe it helps to look at what does trust mean and how is that? created so we got to kind of like you know it's like that uh that video or whatever of like somebody getting a present and they open the box and there's another box in there and then they open that box and there's another one like that's kind of what we're doing we're peeling back some layers here um and so we're digging down on like forming trust and i don't want to go down like the, the 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 crazy big rabbit hole here but trust is formed in my opinion through consistent action consistent and reliable action you know, not really, um, not really wavering based on uh, temporary conditions. So and when we look at trust being consistency, well, then I think we have to look at, well, how do we, how do we forge trust? And we, we forge that through training and training in this Like in this context, I want to refer to it as like a, you know, like purposeful action for a achieved and desire to to achieve like a desired behavior, not necessarily an outcome per se. I don't want to be attached to that, uh, but to have a behavior pattern here. So we have to train trust. So that then we can apply that towards our gut feelings or our intuition and that might sound I'm not sure how that sounds honestly um, or how you're going to interpret that but I guess what I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is highlight the difference between these two statements one trust your gut and two train your gut through action. Trust your gut is a a piece of advice, and it's lip service. Train your gut through action is a plan. And plans can be executed, plans can be engaged in. And that's what was important for me, and that was where I had this experience of training my gut through action. So I had this idea of something I wanted to do, that involved you know a physical effort um and the i i've like i've, I've been wanting to do it I'm like hey, i want to do that i want to test this thing out i want to i want to give this thing a go um you know and whatever i was up in the mountains a couple months ago and like there was like 10 feet of snow on the ground so uh, couldn't do it You know, yesterday uh, I was sick, or I've got allergies rather, not even sick, I just got these wicked allergies for whatever reason, and I was thinking, well, if I do this, you know, my head's going to explode. No, it's not. You know, it's not. I I, I can do it. I have this feeling, do it, but then my brain was going to get in the way and say, well, it's not smart, blah, 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 all these reasons not to, and... It it presented me the um it, it was like a it was like a movie playing in front of me, this kind of battle between you know, your intuition and your rational mind. And um they're I ah, man, they're often at odds. And for me, they're often at odds, especially today. Um And I think I share in some of this with with other folks. And there's some folks who are like, no, not at all. Cool. In my experience working with people, and personally, there's a lot of considerations when it comes to the rational mind. There's this litany of litmus tests that all must pass. And if none of them passes, then, you know, no action is taken on something. You know, there's exposure, and social judgment or social prep pressures, um, economic pressures, expectations, you know, all of these things, all of these things that kind of present themselves in data points that you can measure, that you can categorize, that you can kind of uh, classify and establish some sort of like hierarchy and all these needs to quantify, um, to support an action or to uh, support a non-action and that's those create this this kind of filter for the thoughts and the feelings and the intuition to pass through and um and that and, and by the filter i mean like you know like the like a water filter um And what comes out the end is, is like kind of a yes or no. And from a lot of these pressures, from a lot of these litmus tests, no is often at the expense of your intuition. Like I wanted to do this thing and I had a bunch of rational reasons not to do it. Now it wasn't like I wasn't being, you know, um, overly risky or reckless or anything like that. It was just not convenient. And the, the rational mind wanted to keep me from doing something. Um, I don't know why maybe, no, like I'm not going to even jump down the rabbit hole of was it really the rational mind or not? But the the fact remains to me, this was my experience, you know, and, and i and i did it so i finally you know i i wound up doing it and it was good it was it was good i felt really happy afterwards i felt really happy from like an energy standpoint i felt good physically after it was hard it was demanding frankly it was actually a little underwhelming which i'm which i was fired up about when i realized that i was feeling good and it wasn't because of the the goddamn dopamine hit that you get just like high as a kite from after you do something like really physically demanding. I, I got, I I got a sense of joy and I got the sense of joy because what was clearly presented to me was I did, I followed through with my intuition. I trusted my gut in the, um, space or in the in the in the face of the rational mind kind of saying don't do that and you know that that was all about follow through because I personally have a lot of ideas and I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot of like desires and wants and man I find a lot of reasons not to do them and I'm sick and tired of not following through I'm sick and tired of feeling like, huh, you know, like if I only would have trusted my gut, right? But I'm also sick and tired of saying, I'm sick and tired of that. So it's like, how do you then trust your gut? Well, you trust your gut through consistent action. And, okay, I'm going to establish and forge that trust through training and, and, and purposely doing things. So I'm going to focus on that intuition. I'm going to have that feeling and have that thought, and I'm going to action it. It doesn't, it might not mean like, you know, shutting off everything else in, in my life, but I'm going to put my hooks into that and allow it to take me somewhere. And that was personally very, very rewarding. And here's what else I kind of came across. I have, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast or not, but anybody, what well, it doesn't matter. I suffer from paralysis by analysis big time. And I have known that, but awareness alone has not been enough. Like, I eh, just, whatever, it just the awareness of it, fine, it's nice to know, but like, what are you going to do about it? And here's what I think I think paralysis by analysis is the byproduct of the war between the intuitive and the rational mind. And that you are collateral damage as a result of those two. And paralysis by analysis is what happens. You know, I, I don't think the analysis is so data-driven. I think it's the rub between, I have a thought, I have a feeling that came from somewhere I'm not quite sure where, but I know what it's telling me. And then the other side of it saying, "Yeah, but let me see the let me see the data to support that." And you're like, "Well, I can't, I, like, it, I can't point to it. I don't know." And this rub, this intuition versus rational mind rub, is crippling, and it results. It kind of spits out the other end paralysis by analysis and so anybody that has suffered from that and i hope you don't and good good on you but if you do suffer from some paralysis by analysis decision making or executing or just overwhelming kind of deal give it a thought give this give this thing a thought trust your gut Examine maybe some of the paralysis and, and the factors at play that may be leading to you unable to make a decision is it you feel one way but you think another or you feel this but what about you know all these other criteria you know and I think that that's kind of the, 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 the different sides of it the rational mind, very criteria based. But that intuition, man, that's super authentic. You know, that is like, it's like your, like I said, it's like your fingerprints, like your DNA. And when we stop listening and following through and allowing our intuition to drive action, we violate trust because we violate authenticity And, and we're not consistent with ourselves. We're not we, we can't rely on that because I want to do something or have this feeling or this draw to do something. That is me that is authentic, but this, that and the other prevent me from doing it. And so then it becomes very hard to trust your gut. If you go against yourself. So maybe trust your gut is trust yourself. Believe in yourself. Don't know. I don't know any of the answers to any of this stuff. Really. Um, You know, just all giant experiment. Which is pretty cool. But one of the things I I personally want to share. Is that. I think We can't I think we should trust our guts And I think we can Train that The bumper sticker is not going to do a damn thing Trust your gut The lip service element It hasn't done anything for me But looking at it as a way of saying Okay I'm going to train my gut Through actioning Is a little bit of a A little bit of a a, a bond and a covenant with yourself and that is the plan that is a plan you can execute a plan so i found that to be helpful um it, it was a cool experience i'm not saying what i did because um i might i'm 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 keeping that one a little closer to the chest uh, i might find its way into something some sometime in the future but um it was good anyway that's all I got guys so thanks for listening if you want to um hit me up on something maybe let me know like what's what's helped you with listening to your listening to your gut or trusting your gut um you know following through on intuition or maybe a reason or an experience where you know you thought like man yeah I really wish I would have um and if you want to kind of get into it and chat some more would, would love to um I recognize this podcast isn't you know the the way to do that, but uh, I would love to you know talk offline with the guys or individually or whatever. So that's what I've got. If you're um, looking for updates on some things between the ears related, they are coming out for sure, um, and all that stuff can be found generally on Instagram at between the ears, BTWN the ears, and my personal page at Bill Anthes, A N T H E S, and of course, the BTE Insider, which is a newsletter, a uh, weekly newsletter I just started. Um, really excited for that. <clears throat> excited to have that slower conversation with you um, that isn't, uh, I don't know, just a scroll thing and limited to a character count. So really fired up about that. Excited to um, tell my story and, and just have that be a way to just engage further it's kind of what it's all about. We're all on this kind of path towards uh, towards good stuff. So hopefully that can be another way to do that. So that's all I got for you guys. Hope you have a great rest of the week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for maybe being patient with me um, throughout this one if I, if I wasn't on target. But either way, have a great one, and I'll uh, talk to you next time. All right, bye.